Good morning, Mr. Corey Stockwell. How are you doing today, buddy? Fantastic. How are you, Mr. Jeff Underwood? Doing great. Doing great. Welcome back to another episode of Engagement Matters, Bridging the Leadership Gap. That's right. One of my favorite places to find myself. There you go. Well, you know, it's funny. We, we've been talking and it, it just seems like this, this will kind of, you know, I think be on the tails of our last episode, right? We're always talking about engagement, um, coaching and, and just, you know, observations, right? And I think for us, it's, you know, leaders don't get to a spot and stop. It's just this continue, continuous um, evolving thing that we learn more about ourselves, about the people that we serve um, and be okay with, I think, giving ourselves some constructive feedback, right? Like we were just yeah. having a conversation. Here's what you said, might not be what you meant to say, but it, it just now sprouted a whole new thought that's like, damn, maybe I was thinking of it that way and not the way I should be thinking about something. Right on. Well, that's the best part about having conversations with people that are, you know, like, like we always say, iron sharpens iron, right? If, if, if we, if we aren't a little abrasive with each other, we never rough out the, you know, we never smooth out, smooth out the rough edges. So I love that, 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 uh, you know, when you've got those kind of people in your life, you're, you know, you think you've got it figured out until you get one really good question asked. And then it's like, (laughs) dang, shoot, man, I was way off. So I love that. You've done that for me a million times too. Well, I think it's, you know, I think it shows something about the relationship where, um, you know, the iron sharpens iron, you know, sometimes there needs to be some sparks fly. And you know, you know, when they do, it's not of ill will or um, ill intent. It's, it's growth, right? And, uh, you know, throw the ego out the window. Don't get upset about something, but go, man, there's a point here. Here's an area for me to grow, you know, and what, what started this conversation, I think, is I I said, you know, to you, you know, I want to be the reason someone wins today. Right. And I think that that is kind of the, a model that to just like a daily thing of going today, be the reason someone wins today. But yeah. it got us into a further conversation. Right. Um, yeah. And you you made a point and then I'm, I'm going to shut up and let you talk here for a little bit. But you made a point and, and you, you said, Jeff, you know, I think. In the past, you coached to what you wanted. Right. So a, a team goal, a number. Right. You're coaching to what you want to achieve. Versus, are you coaching to what someone needs, someone on the team, what they need, right? Because when you coach to what they need, man, watch out. And it just was a, it was a small little shift in wording that really opened up my eyes. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, there's, there needs to be a little bit of context there too, I think. And that is, you know, we can't always be soft and fluffy and, oh, I want to make sure you feel good. You know, that's cute, but it doesn't get results. But in this case, in the you know, in the context at which we were talking about, this is a person you had brought on board. You knew exactly what they were capable of. You knew their background. You knew their strengths and weaknesses, and you knew their why. And um, you know, in previous environments, you and I've been in, we there was a lot of lip service around uh, the you know relationships matter and, you know, people first and yada, yada. Yeah. Then you pull the curtain back and it's like, yeah, what's their number? Okay. Well, they suck. Get them out. Uh, oh, wow. Where's the feel and all that? Um, you know, I mean, goodness gracious. Those of you that have listened to our podcast for any length of time know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, and so 
I'll just say it's total. If, if you're not going to back it up, then it's horseshit, right? So you bring somebody on and you know what they're about and you understand their why, and you know, you've got the vehicle to get them there and you guys put together a plan and, but then you've got a number, right? And, and the reason that thought came to my mind, Jeff, was because you were talking about, you know, I know so-and-so is good for three or four deals a month. And if I've got a team of 10 and my number is 20, then I'm, I'm willing to take that three or four a month. And in my mind, I was thinking, yeah, but that rep's probably worth eight to 10 a month. Really? I mean, yeah. right. Because they're just in their own way for some reason. So that's where, and sometimes it's our coaching that can do that. I'm not saying that was the case for you, but I mean, if all of our conversations are always about tactics and about outcomes and about forecasts, then how, how is that ever tied back to the why and the, the bigger picture and the, Hey man, when we sat down, you were talking about these massive goals and now we're X months down the path. And how are we any closer to the goals? So yeah. let's have a tough conversation about what's keeping you from, from getting there. And if it's me, Holy cow, I need to know that. Right. And so, but again, are you coaching to what you want or what they need? And you as the leader that brought them on, you, you know what they need. So, right. um, it's really hard though, when your next conversation with your leader is like, well, how did that go? Do you think he's going to show up this month and actually do what we said he's going to do? Ugh. And, but that is the life of a leader. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta coach up as much as you do down. Then it, you know, it, it, I, I don't know if the, I mean, it kind of translates here, but I think it's just the, you know, the human psyche, right. When you're, mm -hmm. when you're around something, um, I don't want to say you morph into, you know, acceptance or just um, the status quo, right? So I remember when I first got in this industry, right? 11, 12 deals, my very first month. Don't know a thing of what I'm doing, right? Yeah. Other than just connecting with people. And everyone's like, well, how the heck did you do that? Like, that's not normal, right? Like, yeah. here's here's what's normal. You do four or five, man, you are killing it. And it's, it, I think it's it's something that, I think we need to recognize as leaders, if you have someone that's capable of doing X and here's what they need to do, there's a reason why they're doing it, right? They're hungry. They, 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 they want it. They need it. And I think there's a couple elements that are in play there, but you take someone that performs at a high level and they go, oh, that's not, I must be doing something not right. Or like, how did that happen? And then you slowly kind of creep into what is normal or acceptable. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's a very, you don't know what you don't know until you know. Um, and I think as a leader, if I was told to, to tie that back, like, look, you came out of the gate swinging, like, what's going on? Why are like having that tough conversation, right? Yeah. Not that you're doing anything wrong, but you're helping that person get to where they want to go. Right. And maybe I got to where I wanted to go quicker than I did. Um, so I think we do ha have some responsibility there. Big time. I, I think, you know, if we're always... Well, I, I hate, I'm sorry. I use so much hyperbole with words like always. If we are focused in our conversations around them competing against the goal, I think we miss the mark. This is personal opinion here. You can prove me wrong. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone, you know, has an opinion here. But if we're always coaching for them to compete against the goal, we're missing the mark. They need to be competing against themselves because that's the only thing in their way. That's it. Yeah environmentally it's it's about how they're taking all of that through their filters and making decisions about whether or not they're leaving the house today with an intentional plan right yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so if, if we can keep the coaching conversation around, man, you look where you are, right? You are here. Your goal is here. And we've got just kind of like GPS. You've got three routes that can get you there. You know, one's faster, but has some toll roads, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's, that's kind of the mentality of, you know, this isn't about you hitting my goal. This is about you hitting your goal. Yeah. And if you hit yours, mine's taken care of. Let's not worry about Michael. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I almost think, you know, with goals, my, you know, at least the, the higher level goals should almost be kept secret because a lot of people will sit back and go, Hey, I did my two or three. And I know Mr. Glippity Gluck over here is going to do his normal 15 and yeah, the big numbers met. We're good. I'm going to sandbag into next month. Yeah. Shit. Well, would that be the case if you were competing against yourself? Never, never. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, I love that you brought up compete against yourself, not the others. Cause I think that really, really, if you do that every day, right. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. You're, you're going to take care of you. Um, I also, you know, and not to pivot here, cause I think it's part of the conversation around coaching to what someone needs. Yeah. Let's face it. The last couple of years in a lot of facets, our world has changed and it's kind of sucked. And I think, I think people have created habits that aren't good habits, right? There's a rut, right? I got to stay indoors. I can't go outside, you know, for whatever reasons. I, it doesn't matter what you believe or what you don't believe about yeah, right. everything that's gone on in the last couple of years. But unequivocally, I will say most people have created bad habits over the last couple of years. Me included. Right? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. All of us. Right. I don't think there's anybody that is, you know, above, you know, that hasn't created some form of bad habits. Some have leaned in and got better. Yeah. Some, but I think the the norm has been. Not that it's an excuse, but man, the world's changed. It's different today. Yeah. Um, and I think pushing people to say, challenge yourself to go out and do one more thing that you haven't done in the last couple of years to get not saying get back to normal. Cause I don't, I don't know that there's ever going to be, you know, what it was. Uh, but if you don't push yourself to get out of your comfort zone today, you can't have change case in point over the last month, I've seen someone last year who, you know, had an okay year. Um, but literally between January and today's the 11th of February is over 60% of what his production was last year. That's incredible. Inside of less than a month and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. But those, those small little shifts of, you know, again, here's what he needs, but also push yourself to go do this again yeah. and look at what the, so it tells me people are hungry for human interaction. Well, you just nailed something too. It's, you know, I'm going to use just a couple of cliches here because they're appropriate. Most races aren't won by a mile. They're won by a nose. You said it, small little shifts. That's what works. It's not the massive overhauls that ever do the job in this case. Anyway, it's the little things. I mean, you know, water's really, really, really hot at 210 degrees, right? But at 212, it starts to boil. Two ticks. That's it. Yeah. Two little ticks and that sucker's rolling. Um, and so, I mean, how many of our guys are out there running around at 210 degrees right now? Just one click away, two clicks away from being right there, rolling water. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's, I feel like that answer is 
most of them. Um, and so it's, that's all it is. It's just our job to help them, to help them see their own little two clicks that need to happen and then help hold them, hold them accountable to it. Once they've given us the permission that yes, that's what I want. And yes, I want you to help me get there. Um, and that, that's, you know, that's not a conversation about numbers necessarily. That's a conversation about desires. Yeah. That's way different, way different. Well, I think I've heard that analogy before and I love it and it's great. You know, we often, we talk a lot about the leader and, you know, helping get your team through engagement to, to perform or whatnot. Right. But I, I, I think there's this element, right. When we really talk about bridging the leadership gap, it's important for us as leaders to identify who is pouring into us and, and pushing us to make those little ticks, right? Yeah. Because you can recognize it on your own, but if there's not an accountability going, Hey, you know, and it doesn't have to be your boss. Right. But like, right. you know, because even the, the top, if they're not being coached somehow that they're, the company's not growing Yeah, that you need to have, whether it's an outside mentor someone that's got a vested interest or maybe not even a vested interest, but the vested interest is in you as a person. Yeah. Not that the company outcome or anything like that. That's right. Um, And I think that topic alone as well, I mean, from everything we just said, but I think it applies also to the leader. If, if you're not making those small little adjustments every day, right. You can't say you got to the top and now that, you know, you, you, you know, all, and you've got this whipped. That's like right. You might in some areas, but we all have room to improve. I don't well, care who you are. And if you don't, then then you're going to get lapped. I mean, it's Maxwell's law of the lid, right? I mean, that your yeah. team is only going to be able to grow to your level. And so when you stop growing, you've essentially decided you're you've found your place and you're done. I mean, leadership as a whole and leaders, right? We need to think about that as a body in a in and of itself. And just like your physical body requires to be fed and to get rest and to have water and stimulation and all those things to continue to wake up day after day and do what we expect out of our body, it is absolutely no different in our body of leadership. Yeah. But your your food's different. It's the books you read. It's the places you go. It's the people you surround yourselves with. It's the challenges you're willing to accept. Um, it's all of that, right? That's the food. And so if you've decided you've, you know, you've got all the answers and you don't need the food anymore, you're, you know, your days are numbered. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Really good. You know, I want to go back to what, when I first said, right. Be the person someone wins today. Yeah. Or be the reason someone wins. Or be the reason, right. Yeah. Be, be the reason, man. I can't even read my own handwriting. (laughs) My little note down here. More coffee. Yeah. Need more coffee. Um, you know, when you hear that chord, what, what comes to your mind? Oh gosh. Uh, between, I mean, there's a couple of things. I mean, one, I, I, you know, I kind of love motivation porn like that. I mean, you know, statements like that really do something to me. Um, and the first thing it does is I see very specific faces in my mind of people I know, um, that are on a, a path to their goal. And man, I, I want to help that. And so um, that's, that's big. And I think that, that the re- be the reason someone wins today. I think the word wins has a million definitions and it sure. doesn't always have to be a number a performance driven thing. Just 
be the reason someone wins today. Um, you know, uh, here, the very first thing that came to mind when you said that this morning, um, a gal that, uh, that was a part of my team uh, back in 2012, uh, had, um, I'd moved on to, to start a business and, um, and she was as well, as a matter of fact, moving on and she wanted a, a letter of recommendation from me. So I wrote her one yesterday. She reaches out to me by text and said, Hey, this is a long shot, but, um, you wrote me a letter of recommendation about 10 years ago. And, um, I, I can't find it and I don't need it for employment purposes right now, but I'm in a point in my life. I could sure use the reminders. Um, and I would, if you could search your archives and see if you could find that, I, I would be forever indebted. So I told her I'd look and I went and looked and, ah, there's no, I, I mean, there was nothing, couldn't find it. Then it hit me, you know, I remember everything about that gal and how good she was and effective she was. And, um, so I sent her back, I said, Hey, shoot me your email. I did not find the letter, but I'd be happy to write another one just for the sake of you being able to finish this journey you're on. Um, and, and I, that's what I did last night. Um, and you know, that wasn't, that's not a humble brag or to toot my own horn at all, but that was somewhat, that, isn't it cool? I mean, yeah. it's been 10 years since we've spoken and it never occurred to me when I was writing that letter that it was going to touch her, um, in that way. I, I felt like it was something that would help her continue her path. And it was all completely honest. Uh, um, she's, yeah. she's a winner. Um, but she's at a point right now where she, boy, she needed to hear all of that again. And um, so now as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking, you know, okay, great. So I took one step and sent her the email, but that was a bigger cry for help. And I'm going to yeah. reach out to her today and figure out what's going on. Sure. So yeah. That's, I mean, and, that was a very long answer, but. <laughs> no, I mean, it's good. You brought up a couple of things, right? Because I think sometimes, you know, in business and, you know, a lot of the, the some of the sites that we're on, right? It's all business driven, but, you know, we're in the people business, right? The human yeah. business. And it's not always about the win per se of a deal or a financial win. Um, but it may just be a simple reminder of you're human and, you know, you've had some days that have been rough. Go find that smile again, that joy. And that's a win, right? It's those little micro moments, those little things that we do in a day that move us forward. Right. right. And so, you know, you never know, you know, the saying like smile for to everybody, you know, now masks look like they're coming off again, which is a great thing. Yeah. At least here in California next week, you know, the, the mandate's going to be over. Yeah. Um, but I think also people visually seeing someone else smile will trigger a happy moment. And, and that may be the, the one reason why someone wins today. Yeah. We don't know, you know, I always say when, you know, it's funny, my kids, um, they'd get upset, you know, whether it be a teacher or a friend or, you know, man, just being a jerk today. And yeah. I'm going, Hey, you know, we don't know what's going on in that person's life. And maybe they just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Right. That's right. And I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning with the intention to be in cruel or mean, right. Something right. from the time they woke up to that interaction with you, something didn't go right or didn't right. go the way they wanted. And now they have an emotion about it. You're just right. You're just that happened to be the person that was there. Right. It was not about you. It was about it, that. It's yeah. usually never about us. Right. right. Um, usually. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do stupid stuff and it can't be about us. But, you know, I think it's just the, the important piece. Right. Is, um, again, intentionality every single yeah. day. Right. Can I do one little thing today that I did? Maybe I didn't do yesterday 
to help someone win today yeah or be the reason right um, right. And sometimes it's just that smile could be the reason. That's right. It's not what you gather in life that counts. It's what you scatter in life that counts. And that, I mean, scatter those smiles, man. It matters. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It I don't think I've ever heard that phrase before. You know, I didn't make it up. That is a Walton uh, quote. Okay. And it's not, it's not Sam Walton. It's his daughter. And I believe her name's Helen. Um, okay. Yeah. But I, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great one, isn't it? I mean, it really, for me, it is anyways. Uh, I, I tend to be uh, way too focused on what I'm gathering a lot of the time. So that's, that's one that's kind of written on my bathroom mirror. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, man, it, this has been awesome. You know, just a, you know, a couple of things as we go leaving, right. It's just kind of, you know, obviously people listening, they, they've got the whole thing, but uh, you know, are you coaching to what you want or are you coaching to what someone needs? Yeah. I think just simply put right there, asking yourself that question and, and, just chew on that in yeah. your own own life. And if you're a leader, you know, what does that look like for your team? And are you being the reason someone wins today, business or personal? Uh, yeah. I and I, yeah, I would say start asking yourself, how am I going to be the reason someone wins today? Yeah. 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 Beautifully said, man. Make it actually. Beautifully said. Well, Thank you all for uh, listening to another episode of Engagement Matters, Bridging the Leadership Gap. Um, it is a beautiful sunny day here in, in California, early in the morning. And uh, hopefully it's uh, you find some sunshine wherever you're at in the country. Right. Have a great day.